Good Monday morning, you bastards. This is Matt Hodell with the Bastards of Art podcast. Hope everyone's doing all right and doing wonderful and not letting good stand in front of great. Uh, this is our day. Uh, today, this week, we can do whatever we want. We are masters of our own destiny. We can uh, choose to show up, suit up, or we can just sit at home and do nothing. Uh, yesterday uh, was Monday. Today's Tuesday. I'm coming uh, out of the podcast gate a day late. So it happens. No big deal. Shrugging it off. Um, discipline is something I wish I had more of, uh, wish I could, you know, stick to my plans better. Uh, wish, I wish I could stick to my plans for the long haul better. That's really the, the, the toughest part for me. Uh, when I was younger and only been tattooed for a few years, me and my buddy Brad went over to, Ch- to Japan to get tattooed and then later to work. And, uh, up until that point, you know, my life as an artist was kind of like whimsical in the sense that, you know, you can't tell me what to do. This is art. You know, you do it your way. I'll do it my way. Um, you know, no one's allowed to tell me how to art. Uh, and there was there was a, a like a lack of structure, really. Um, and there was a, a there's a lot of defiance involved. There was a lot of like, you know, when you draw for a client, um, like not understanding like that maybe they don't like your drawing. It's not an insult. It's just that you're doing more of what you want to do and you're not, you know, you're not meeting them in the middle. Um, and that would, that would really insult me, uh, you know, in the early days, I would, I would spend a lot of time drawing something that I thought was cool. Um, and they didn't like it. And in hindsight, I wasn't really drawing a tattoo for them. I was drawing for myself and those two worlds didn't mix very well. So, you know, as I got older, I had to kind of learn how to, when to draw for myself and when to draw for a client. But that being said, um, when I went to Japan, I was um, attracted to go over there because there was a young man named Sabado. And Sabado uh, got his nickname, I learned later, well, when he was a, a hippie in Brazil. He had a buddy named Domingo, and him and uh, Domingo never went uh, anywhere without each other. So they were called Sabado un Domingo, which means like Saturday and Sunday. So that's where Sabado got his name. But before Sabado uh, went off on his hippie trip, he actually was an engineer for Sony. Um, and he went on a, um, a vacation for about a year, year and a half. And uh, yeah, saw the world and then went back to Japan and put all that together. And what was neat is he was the first person to open a Western style tattoo shop in Japan. Uh, up until then, it was a very closed door, um, underground type thing. Uh, Yakuza, Yakuza um, style, you know, that wasn't open to the public. Um, but he went back with his what he learned about the Western world and petitioned with the government, petitioned with the local uh, groups of people who might have been interested and said, hey, I want to do this. And he did it. He opened up a Western style shop. Um, I was fortunate. I think, I don't know if he did that in probably more like 95 and me and Brad went over there in 97. So it'd been around for two years by the time we got there. And, uh, what I picked up right away from Sabato was how he dealt with clients and how organized he was. And it really just blew me away. He did very thorough consultations and his uh, consultations were all filed away. Um, they were all like three or four pages. Some of it was just government work, signing papers that, you know, said that you knew what you were getting yourself into. 
And some of it was just like getting ideas of what you wanted to get done. Um, little quick um, talks about how you want your tattoo to look and what you expect out of the situation. But then Sabato would even come back. What the heck? Uh, Sabato would uh, come back and uh, do another thorough consultation with the client one-on-one. See, the, the cultural difference in Japan is, especially different from America, is uh, they don't come right out and say exactly what they want. They're very reserved and very quiet. And the best way to pull out information was to sketch right in front of your client. So uh, when Sabado had a client, uh, he would sit and draw and draw and draw until the client's posturing and body language started to agree with what Sabado was drawing. He didn't get that same feedback that we would get or the same like, you know, we, I mean, tattoo artists in, in America are kind of like fast talkers to slow thinkers. They, they come at you so quick because your nerves are rattled and they're just like trying to get to the easiest solution sometimes. And, you know, here's what you want. This is why you want it. Hurry up, sit down, let's go. Uh, but it wasn't like that in Japan. It was very slow and very methodical. And I remember he sat down with a young lady and all she wanted was a heart and wings and he must have drawn in, in this sketchbook, his eight and a half by 11 sketchbook with a spiral bounder. And he sat there patiently and probably drew three pages of uh, a, a heart with wings, side view, big wings, little wings, round heart, not so round heart. But he just did it quickly. Um, and when it was all said and done, they finally figured out which one she liked the most and they tattooed it. Um, and uh, he had... I don't know, like he had 20 or 30 of these sketchbooks that I would thumb through with, and they were all his clients that he'd sat down and worked with and drew for. I hope he still has those sketchbooks. That was damn near 20 years ago. Um, but uh, I learned a lot um, by sitting there and watching this gentleman work. I learned um, that you just can't be so like, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I feel today. There's, there's this kind of this thing, you know, when it comes to drawing that um, we're starting to convince ourselves that just because you drew it, it's good because there's some form of effort behind it. Uh, how can you, how can you insult my drawing? Cause then you're insulting me and it's, it's just not the tr truth. It's a drawing is, 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 uh, you know, your uh, aptitude and your uh, uh, experience level and your effort and, um, all these things combined in order to create a product, in order to create illustration. It's a visual language. And your ability to pay attention to that visual language and put everything in the right place so that it uh, can be identified by a reader, the viewer, um, and can express maybe what you're trying to say or what the, what the, what the viewer is trying to get across. Because in some of these situations, you're drawing for somebody. And they can't draw for themselves, so you're trying to make sure everything's in the right spot. It's a lot like uh, commas and adjectives and adverbs that we see when we dissect a sentence. Um, you don't want to say, let's eat grandma. You want to say, let's eat, comma, grandma. Um, and same thing can, be, can happen in a drawing. If you don't take your time to develop it, um, it gets confusing about what's happening and what's going on and everything's fighting each other. Um, but... This uh, this process I watched with Sabado was 
just amazing and patient and not frustrated. And it was the exact opposite of what I'd seen in the States up until that point. So this is like uh, going back, uh, this is 97, 98. And up until that point, every every artist I really watched just kind of got frustrated with talking to clients and talking to um, people they were they were working for or with or whatever. Um, and I fell into that same bad habit uh, in the beginning of, um, you know, just I drew something for you and I can't believe you don't like it and, you know, Why'd you ask me to draw if you don't like it? And the reality is, and I've said this before, if we didn't draw for a living, if we didn't paint for a living, if we didn't do photos for a living and we had to do something else, we had to come up with another way to pay the bills. Like say we, I don't know, say we mopped floors for a living or, or whatnot. Um, I think if we're really driven artists, we'd come home and we would do our art after hours. So, the luxury of actually drawing for a living, um, who cares if you have to draw it two or three or four times to get it right? My instructor in high school, his name was Mr. Ison. He tried to instill this on me a long, 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 long time ago. I graduated over 23 or 24 years ago. I don't really remember. Uh, and he would always try to get me to sketch ahead of time before I did my drawings. And I just, I didn't like that. I, I just wanted to hurry up and get in there and I wanted to see a result. And nothing, I mean, I don't think I'm an anomaly, but I don't, uh, nothing was ever, nothing I drew before the age of 18 was, you know, worth a shit. But the one thing I wished I would have done more of is more sketching, more developing, more trying to figure out how to get the layout correctly and how to, organize my thoughts better um, rather than just kind of the whole go for it and see what happens because you know after like you know four or five hours six hours seven hours painting something uh, and it just looks like garbage and you're on the tail end of the painting trying to fix what should have been uh, laid out in the beginning correctly uh, that's that's not the time to be wondering if everything's in the right spot and if you're conveying your message correctly so the discipline that I saw with Sabado was before the tattoo even started that he was going to do, um, he took the time to make sure that he listened to the client, that he understood what was um, what the intent was. And then he added his professionalism and his patience uh, to come up with a design that everyone was happy with. Um, and I, yeah, I just, uh, I think that's, that's not easy. If you're, you know, just wanting to do art for art's sake, it's not easy to be to be uh, disciplined. The only thing I can say is like, if you want to feel more accomplished or less, I guess if you want to feel less spacey, if you want to feel less like, what am I doing? Um, I have no direction. It's up to you to set your own goals and set your own plans and um, approach it yourself. You know, when I was uh, first left, um, uh, and started my own shop. There was no one above me to tell me you've got to do this today or you've got to do that today. So I created projects for myself. And by doing that, um, it gave me direction and it, and it put me on a path to find, um, newer projects that might've been more useful. But some of the first projects I came up with were stupid. You know, they weren't, they weren't that interesting, but I just had to give myself something to do. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what did you get out of that? 
I, I'm hoping you got something out of it. Uh, like more like, uh, uh, you know, just don't show up and expect wonderful things to happen when you're not prepared. And just don't show up and think that you're God's gift to drawing and, and no matter what you do, it's going to be awesome. Be okay with failing. Be okay with rejection. Be okay with someone telling you that it doesn't look right and they don't understand. The bottom line is a joke is only funny if the other person laughs. If you draw something and no one gets it, you did not succeed. And that is okay. Reconsider what your intentions were, what you wanted to get out of this, what you were trying to convey, and and and, and reorganize it in a manner that really punches that idea out. So that's all I've got today. Um, everyone have a wonderful week. Fall's hitting us. If you don't get outside now, you're going to miss these beautiful fall leaves. Head south. Um, get into get into Missouri. Get into the Ozarks. Love life and uh, have a blast. This is Matt Hodell with the Bastards of Art podcast. Uh, you can reach us uh, on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud. I th- think I saw one called Radio Play the other day that we were on. Um, of course, the webpage, www.bastardsart.com. And I have a blog too, matthodeltattoo.com. If you go to the blog page and go to the bottom, you can actually subscribe and get an email notification every time I release a blog. So all that being said, everyone have a wonderful week. I will see you next week and uh, keep emails coming. I do enjoy answering people directly. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers.